G'day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. Hope you're having a great day. Hope you had a great weekend as well. Gee whiz, I feel like I need a day off after having two days off. <laughs> Solo parenting with the kids, with birthdays and play dates and all sorts of things all weekend. Gee whiz, it was a jam-packed weekend. Very, very exhausting, I will say that much. I got to the rugby on, uh, it was actually a Sunday game, for the Randwick uh, final, semi-final. Every division got through by the A grade, which unfortunately had a penalty try in the closing minutes to lose the game by one point. But it was the one thing I got to do this weekend that was for Dad, and it was a bloody beautiful day. We're having some really nice, almost like feels like spring is starting to become part of the air, or how would you normally say that? Spring is in the air. There we go. So it's been really nice. The market, not so much. Not so much. Not so much. Last week, uh, I did speak of the weakness that I was seeing uh, on Bitcoin with, of course, talking to that, uh, the daily chart with those, you know, so many candles that were pushing higher than selling off and pushing higher than selling off and so on and so forth. Uh, I did a video on, uh, yeah, it was Friday, so, suggesting that uh, if anyone wanted to take profits, probably not a bad idea to have a look at that video because I was looking across the S&P, uh, Ethereum, and Bitcoin, and I think I might have said it in the podcast as well, uh, that you know it, it looked as though Ethereum was the only market that was sort of holding the whole lot up. Of course, then the whole thing had that panic sell, that extreme day, uh, which we did end up seeing on Friday. And it kind of, when did that, when did that kick off? It was kind of kicked off, yeah, four o'clock was the, was the candle. Uh, I mean, we had come off a little bit before then, but um, on that particular one-hour candle at 4 o'clock on Friday, the low of that candle at one stage, that was down 6.75%. That's a significant one-hour move. And, of course, you know the majority of that actually occurred. It was basically a 15-minute candle. Actually, how low can I go there? I just want to see how brutal. Geez, that was a five-minute candle. Well, one five-minute candle closed down 3.4%, but from where it opened to its lows, it was down 6% in a five-minute candle. That is a ginormous, ginormous sell-off. And of course, we felt it, right? I mean, we ended up closing the day down over 10%. 10.2% was what we were down on Friday. And I've got to say that the Saturday-Sunday candles did not produce much of a bounce. We were up on Saturday, 1.5%, Sunday, 1.8%. Now we're off. Uh, 1% at 21,300 on Bitcoin. And the problem was as well is that over the weekend, we just didn't get, um, you know, because there was a little bit of inactivity, not a great deal occurred. We didn't get clean pullbacks on any of the timeframes for, for any of the majors. There are some eight hour options available out there, provided that um, they hold strong until six o'clock, which is fast approaching. And that's what I'll be keeping uh, my eye on, no doubt about. So Bitcoin, as I said, down 1% at 21,300. Do I believe that there could be more selling on the way? Yes, there's no reason not to believe that. Uh, the real big one's going to be if we break down through the low of the weekly candle, because now we've got a bunch of bearish candles in that weekly cradle zone. If we break the low of 20,760, well, that will take out the low of that weekly candle. And therefore, I would expect to see further downside. Uh, there's not too much more I really want to speak about uh, as far as what could go on, because I don't want to be talking about the potential for a higher low and that sort of stuff when there really is nothing there at this stage. So 
It's going to be a patient period. I will be looking for short positions, and there are a couple, not heaps, but a couple that are starting to come up uh, across the board. It is all on the eight-hour time frame. Of course, if we do start to see some selling off, I would suspect as well that what we will get is we will start to get some lower time frame trends, and once those trends kick in, that will be the time uh, to be active as a trader. Onto Ethereum, on that Friday candle, it closed down 12.85%. Now, that level of 1,730 that we did go above, well, it was resistance for a very long time. Uh, it did not act as support when we came back through because we went straight through it. Last week's candle closed down 16.44%. Uh, the low of last week's candle here is 1,521. Don't forget, at one stage, we were at $2,014, so a very brutal very brutal sell-off uh, on Ethereum. <clears throat> There's not really much cyclicity anywhere around uh, Ethereum at the moment for trading. <coughs> oh, excuse me. It's at $1,578, down 2.4% right now on Ethereum. On to XRP, which sold off Friday, another big move, down 9.7% in what had been a very messy chart for a very long time. It's still remains more or less messy. There's nothing really tradable there. It's at 33.7 cents, down 2% today. DOT took a big hit last week. Uh, last week's candle on DOT was down 17%. Now, it struggled as well to really climb out of the support that was about $6.50-ish. Now, we got back into that weekly cradle zone just two weeks ago, and then boof, straight away down 17%. Now, DOT had started sliding before the rest of the market really took a big dive. Uh, I mean, we had over the space of three days uh, taking in that Friday candle. So that's starting from the 17th of August. From where we opened to where we closed over that three-day period, it's about a 17.5% decline over three day trading days. So some serious selling pressure there on DOT. We're down 3% right now on DOT at $7.20. Again, not something that I'm too keen on trading just yet. The cyclicity hasn't been too bad, but it's just got a little bit jammed up recently. Again, it will be the lower timeframes that I will turn to should we start to get some more downside going on. Doge had a really weird week last week, didn't it? I mean, <laughs> uh, it's kind of encapsulating two weeks. You know, we, we had those days where we're up 12% and then another 13%. And then we went down on the 17th, 7.6, down on the 18th, 6.8, down on the 19th, 9.35, and we're down 3.4% today at 6.6 cents. The weekly last week, it closed down 15% on Doge in what is definitely momentum down for the time being. Uh, certainly a far cry from where Doge was back in May of 2021, achieving its all-time high uh, of 74 cents. We're currently at 6.6 .6 cents, down 3.4%. Binance was down last week, but only 5%. <clears throat> and that's you know heavily because yesterday had a strong day. I mean, the bounce after the fall on Friday was a 6.4% fall on the Friday. It had been coming off steadily for a while there. The Saturday up 1.6%, but then yesterday up 6.5%. Now, it has come off significantly. Well, I shouldn't say significantly. It has come off quite a bit today, down 2.5%, underneath $300 at $294.47. Once again, uh, this is a trend that, um, look, I'm not seeing anything really workable at this stage. We need to see these trends start to sort of work themselves out a little bit better for us to get those opportunities. And that's why I'm 
I am talking more about the lower time frames at the moment. On to Cardano, which had a very hefty, very big day on Friday, down 12%. Now, what that did, because it had already been sliding, it put um, Cardano down 18.88% on the week. A hefty, hefty fall. Uh, we haven't seen much of a recovery since then. We did see a little bounce of 2.7% yesterday, but we're now down 2.4% today at 45 cents. And again, not much really to work with there. Uh, Solana. Uh, well, it also, I mean, I think Solana might take the cake for the biggest fall of the week, 18.75%, so just slightly less than uh, than Cardano. It's at $35.54 right now, down 2.5%. Uh, it's really taken a battering, uh, old Solana. I mean, it's all-time high up around, what was that high? $261. We're currently trading at $35.54. Down 2.5%. Not much trend or cyclicity really there to interest me at all. On AVAX next, which closed down 18.5% last week. Currently, uh, we are down 2.85% today. There's not a daily downtrend. There's also not a daily uptrend. We're in no man's land, sitting at $22.31. Over to Tron, which, um, look, it did have a fairly significant sell-off week for Tron. It was down 6.4%. Keep in mind, doesn't sound like much compared to some of the others, but it's been so stable and sideways for such a long time that it, for a move like that to occur, it's quite a significant move. Now, when I look at Tron on the eight hour, there is a bit of a trend there. I'm not a huge fan of the eight hour time frame for a short cradle. Um, so I'm going to be leaving that. It kind of feels to me like it's a pretty good time to just sort of sit back a little bit. I will be keeping a close eye on those eight hours because I wouldn't mind having a short on as I do believe that with this current momentum and a slow weekend that Monday might just trigger some more selling. We'll have to wait and see. But uh, I'm certainly not trying, letting my thinking get in the way of my trading. If the setup is there, especially to the short side, then I'm all for it. On back to Tron, 6.5 cents, down 0.2 of a percent today. So I guess the best thing to be doing right now if you're trading is to be looking out on those higher time frames like our eight-hour and whatnot, because that's where the opportunities are more than likely going to be coming from. There is nothing there that is really standing out in my eyes as being wonderful trends and wonderful tradable options. Celsius is on my list, and if it can continue to push lower, there is a little bit of cyclicity there, but we're sort of sitting in a consolidation period at the moment. There's not a great deal that's actually going on. So with that in mind, good time to be learning. I just did my apprentice sessions with the guys that I teach um, in a small group, and uh, most of those guys, well, geez, they've been learning a lot. They've been saying that they've been sitting out for the most part because the conditions have not been there. And uh, when you, you've got two choices, you can either trade or you can sit out. When the market's no good, well, you're best off sitting out, but remaining active, keeping an eye on the market, working on going through your, your trades, what you've been doing, how you've been performing, what you can learn. And if you haven't already, well, it's a pretty damn good time to go and learn the strategies for when these things do start to trend again. You're ready to go and profit whether the market goes up or down. You can find all the information in the link in the description to this podcast. And you have yourself a damn good day. I'll speak to you again tomorrow. Bye for now.